Welcome to the Dream Mason Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Terranova, and this is The Bricks. So bricks by nature aren't much all on their own, but when you create a vision for what they could build, create a plan, and start to build, bricks can become something truly magnificent. And like our dreams, we build them one brick at a time. The Bricks is a short, one-topic episode of the Dream Mason podcast intended to spark inspiration and support you in moving one step closer to building your dreams. Because your dreams don't build themselves. Hey guys, what's going on? So before we jump into this episode of the Dream Mason podcast, I want to touch on one thing. Today's episode is on hidden addictions. Me and my guest are coaches. We are not addiction specialists. We are not therapists. We are not doctors. We are not trained in addiction or breaking addiction. If you think you might have an issue with addiction, please seek the appropriate level of care. I hope you enjoy this episode. I hope you take something of value away from it. And let's get on with it. This should be an interesting short episode of The Bricks on the Dream Mason podcast, we are going to talk about hidden addictions. So we're all familiar with the normal addictions, right? Food, drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling. But then there's these like hidden ones that nobody really talks about that we've, as a society, have deemed are socially acceptable. Things like love. Yes, you can be addicted to love. Attention. So many of us are addicted to attention. Think of just the feeling you get based on how many likes you got on a posting on social media, or even work. So I'm fortunate enough to have Kaylin McDuff here with me to actually talk about addiction and these hidden addictions, actually. So Kaylin, how does addiction show up in your life and with your clients? Yeah, well, this is a, this can be, my experience with it is that it can be a pretty confronting topic so, you know, my instinct is to say, oh, let me just talk about some clients or, you know, <laughs> people in my life. And, um, and the reality is I, I've actually had an experience with this um, recently. So I'm just going to get real with you here. Um, I went to a retreat a couple weeks ago and um, the focus was just in being in your body, being really present and like getting all of your needs met, if you can imagine that. <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it was it was surreal. And um, one of the one of the parts of the program, um, which I didn't even fully realize uh, till I arrived, was um, was doing some step work. And, and that doesn't mean dancing like to hip hop music, right? <laughs> right. What is? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so actually looking at addiction or alcoholism, um, you know, whatever your, your vice is. And so I'll be honest, I had a little judgment coming into this. I'm like, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not an addict, you know, whatever, whatever. What's, well, I want to interrupt and, you because what's great is, you know, you just had this experience and I think a month ago or so. I actually had a similar experience and, mm. and this is super, again, I feel really vulnerable talking about this. Yeah. I went to a SLAA meeting, which was a sex and love addicts anonymous meeting. And I've never been to a meeting like that before. And I don't know that I would ever, at least at this point in my life and my development would, would, uh, label myself that, 
But I went for to learn something, to actually see a different perspective, to see what was out there, to look at my situations in a different way. And I had the same experience. I walked in and it's funny how we think these things are going to go if we've never done them. I was expecting to walk in and to have like people just like huddled around <laughs> a cough, like bad coffee, like smoking like every cigarette they could get. Basically all the images that movies put in to right. our place, which it yeah. was not. They, the people at this meeting were a hundred percent the most normal they could be anyone you know yeah no and that was um that's the thing is that um once I was willing to get past the like why why am I in this meeting judgment um I was able to see addiction from a whole new perspective to actually look across my life and say well damn it uh I'm actually addicted to my work and my achievements and, you know, getting the next, the next, the next, it's just like a drug for me. And it's so common. I mean, if, if you think about, I mean, you have a lot of clients, I have clients and we all have friends and family members Yeah. and think about the dad who like worked all the time or the mom that was a perfectionist. And I'm totally generalizing here. We can flip both those roles, but just those ideas of people that they were playing some achievement game that could never actually be fulfilled. Well, right. It's just a never ending. Uh, it's a never, it's an unwinnable game. <laughs> I was talking to one of my clients about this today. It's like, man, you just keep raising the damn bar <laughs> and, uh, you're never going to get there. Like, Oh, you know, trying to get to inbox zero. Now, isn't that an accomplishment for what? <laughs> um, but that's the thing is that we, we get something from it, you know, like, there's I think there's you know studies like even um like you get a hit of dopamine yeah yeah absolutely um when you know when you check off a message on your phone like something so small and um yeah so as I just started to look at this across my life um I had to get really real with myself and say hmm you want to do something about that that's cool because I can identify like I'm not I'm definitely not a work addict And I know when I put up a new podcast or when I write a chapter of my book, I get a hit of something. And even though I don't know that I'm definitely not an addict in that area, it applies. Our our lives are not these small isolated things. They expand, you know, and, and so even if we might not fall into a whole category of something, we take on traits of it. I know for me, my hidden addiction is definitely attention. I, we joke, like (laughs) I want everyone to be obsessed with me and I really don't like, I I don't want stalkers. I'm not asking for that. Everyone is obsessed (laughs) with you. But it, and if you look at it, like Kaylin is getting a hit from like success, right? It fills her up. And when people are paying attention to me, and this could be in any facet, this could be in a room, this could be online, this could be just walking into a store it actually gives me those sensations that fill me up inside that are missing. So it's the exact same conversation. It's just for whatever reason, it's a different trigger. And for some people it's alcohol and food and drugs and sex and love. And some people it's these hidden addictions like love, attention or work. Yeah. And you know, I think the, the thing to consider is that, you know, certainly we are not saying like, you know, just give up on your goals and go live in an <laughs> ashram in India, you know, like we're not, if that's your thing, definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. Don't not do that. Cause she said, don't listen <laughs> yeah, to her. Yeah. <laughs> definitely do that. 
Um, but the, the, the thing that we are inviting everyone to look at is what is your relationship to each of these things? Um, you know, it's really like, again, just speaking from personal experience, when I notice, like, oh my gosh, um, this is a big part of my identity. Like, this is where I get validation and where I allow myself to be filled up. Um, that's really where it can actually become harmful and, um, and doesn't have you like living from like your highest and truest and most authentic self. And you lose the passion because I know you love all the things you're working on. You're actually like really excited about them, which makes it even more easily to be addicted <laughs> to it. But all of a sudden it doesn't, you, the passion goes away, right? If you're like having a hustle to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, all of a sudden this thing that you really enjoyed suddenly just becomes a box to check and not the thing you really enjoyed. And I think what you just said, you know, when we look at it on my side, I don't need to stop my podcast or my blogs or you know, trying to put great content and value into the world. Cause that's what it's actually about. Like when you look at the way we relate to it, if I'm just out here trying to get likes and attention, then it's all bogus and it's not worth anything. I'll never actually get enough to actually make me feel good. But if my, my goal or my relationship to these things is to put out good content and to help people and to make an impact, then whatever I get is becomes actually irrelevant. Right. Yeah, and you're getting filled up with the things that are in alignment with who you say you are and who I know you to be in the world. Thanks. Yeah. What would you, if somebody is identifying as they're listening to this and going, wow, I never thought about, you know, I think I might be addicted to work or maybe I am addicted to love or maybe attention or any of the typical addictions and they've never actually thought about this or had the conversation, mm-hmm. what would you suggest a place that they can go or look or get support? Yeah. Well, you know, I think um, one of the places to start is to just ask for honest reflections from your friends and your family. Like, these are the people that spend time around you. They know your habits, whether or not you want to admit it. Um, So, hey, you know, Alex, what are you noticing about me and my work? (laughs) Kaylin, stop working. And I think something to point out in this is like, we are both coaches. We're not addiction counselors. We're not addiction specialists. We're not therapists. So we are not experts at addiction. And if you do think you have a serious addiction, there's places like AA, therapy, um, psychotherapists, whatnot, doctors that you should actually go consult. We are almost touching on things that you could maybe just to look at if it's not, this is not life-threatening, not super serious, but places that are impacting the way you want to experience life. Caitlin's life is not at all in danger at the moment because (laughs) of her addiction to work, but she isn't having the experience of life that she wants. I don't, I'm not having the experience of life that when I want, when I'm chasing, when I'm chasing attention and it's a great place for us to look and start. And we, if we identify it as something that maybe is more serious, then we can get more serious support. Yeah, so I think it's, you know, reach out, get get reflections, and um, and you know you better than we know you. Yeah, but asking for support and help is probably the, the first place to start. And just noticing what you're doing. Like actually getting outside of yourself and going, why am I doing this thing? Why am I chasing <laughs> this thing? Why am I posting this thing? What am I doing all this work for? Yeah, yeah, I had a client who deleted Instagram last week for an entire week. 
uh, because he, you know, the same pattern that, that you have around attention. And he was like, oh my goodness. It just, it really opened up his eyes. Yeah. And he probably doesn't need a doctor for that. It's probably <laughs> like delete Instagram and delete Facebook. And that not necessarily is the answer either. Cause you could find something else, but it's great. If you can start seeing that he can actually start paying attention to, Hey, what's the thing here? Oh, I need, I need some attention. I need love or there's something I need. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your experience Ooh. because that was, I know for both of us, that was super vulnerable and we haven't really talked about that much. And I think it was a new place and we all know that your comfort zone is when you get out of your comfort zone, it's super <laughs> scary. So thanks for sharing that here. Yeah. Thanks for, um, thanks for making it safe. And I want to thank everyone, um, for being so willing to listen to this. Uh, it's just not something that we like looking at as humans. No. If anybody wants to talk to you more about either your experience or just your practice, your coaching practice, or, you know, they want to you know, yeah. talk to you about anything, how would they reach out to you? Uh, yes. If they'd like to talk to me about cat shirts, I'm also, um, very good at that, acquiring them. Uh, so you can reach me at, uh, Kaylin at KaylinMcDuff.com. Um, it's like Caitlin only it's a C and there is no T people. It's great. I love that. <laughs> and uh, my website is KaylinMcDuff.com. Yeah. She's great. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being vulnerable and authentic. You're incredible. And I wish I could work as hard as you. And I wish that you could work, I don't know, as gentle as me. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. I'll take it. All right. Thanks, Alex. Thanks for checking out the Dream Mason podcast. Whether you're a longtime listener or just taking a peek, longtime listener, I love that since we just started. Uh, I'm grateful to have you here. Please tag a friend that needs to hear this. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. If you want more, you can follow me, Alex Terranova, on Instagram at inspirationalalex. You can find me at thedreammason.com or email me at alex at thedreammason.com. And remember, you are a dream mason because your dreams don't build themselves. <laughs>